Hey everyone, welcome back, episode 16, and um, it's been a whole week, you guys know how this goes by now, it's been a week, so we get another episode, and usually, at the beginning of every episode, I like to kick things off with a little story, a little anecdote about my week, or something I encountered, you know, something so you know that, you know, this isn't the same old Dave, this is a different Dave, and he's dealt um, with something. You know, in these past seven days, right? So, I don't know how many of you use uh, Reddit, um, but on Reddit, there is a, um, it's either a subreddit or like a trend of Reddit where it's like, um, am I the asshole? And it's like people will write these posts about interactions they had trying to see, you know, do, are, do they feel justified, are they justified in the way they're thinking about it or are they a complete asshole and they have no understanding of the situation? And I found myself in one of those uh, predicaments, one of them uh, pickles, a sticky situation I found myself involved in uh, to this morning, but technically it's morning right now. Uh, my morning is 10 o'clock at night. That's when I clock into work. Um, so I work overnight. So I walk in to my job. I work at a convenience store. I'm a clerk. Uh, shout out uh, that movie. It's a great movie, Clerks. If you've never seen it, um, I don't know where you can watch it, but if you find it on a DVD, if you even use those, um, give it a shot. It's pretty good. Pretty good movie. Shout out Kevin Smith. Um, so yeah, I walk into work and basically I have to like make coffee and you know, you know what a coffee pot is, different kind of coffee for the iced coffee. It goes inside this big bag that goes inside this metal container, right? Now, these containers, and I know this is kind of boring. I'm just setting it up for you so you can understand a little bit of the context. Inside these big metal containers, you got to put a bag. Bag has coffee in it. Coffee inside the bag is good for eight hours, right? It says it, and you're supposed to write on the back eight hours from now so they know when exactly they need to brew it or it just runs out. So I, so I, um, I guess I'm supposed to put a sticker on the bag as well which I find to be pretty redundant, you know? Like, um, if you have to mark on the outside of this container that it, it needs to be eight hours, just every eight hours you know they're out, you know? Heaven forbid somebody have to pick up a dry erase marker and put and put the, the time on there. Now, I know this is getting boring, but just stick with me. It's about to get spicy, all right? So I go in, and um, I'm sitting there, and I'm talking to my, you know, two coworkers, and these two coworkers I like. Um, which is why this turns into like a, am I the asshole thing? So I'm sitting there, right? And we're small talking and then I'm about to clock in and you know, one of them, she comes up to me and she says, Hey, um, this person who I won't name, uh, in the morning, uh, said that you don't put the stickers on the bags. I was like, okay, my fault. Then she goes, he said that if you, if you keep not putting the stickers on, if you keep neglecting to put the stickers on these bags, He's going to threaten you with violence. Now, those are the exact words. I even wrote it in air quotes over here because those were the exact words. He will threaten you with violence, right? Now, I like some dry humor. I even like deadpan humor sometimes. Um, I'm also a fan of like, uh, you know, the kind of jokes where nobody gets it, you know? Like I think like, um, like Andy Kaufman is the best example. Like, sometimes he would do something and the joke was that no one gets it. The joke is that no one's in on it. The joke is that only he gets it. The Only he thinks it's funny, right? 
So I think I'm pretty adept at humor. A lot of people who know me, I'm a funny guy. I like to cut up. Me and my friends growing up would just roast the shit out of each other. And then we would roast other people just for fun. It's kind of the thing we did growing up. Just talk shit, be real witty, come back at each other, blah, 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 blah. Now, this dude in the morning, this person, I've never met them. I've never spoken to them. I've never had a funny interaction with them. So, like, there's a million other ways that you could say, hey, can you put the stickers on it because it's driving me crazy, which I don't know why. It has nothing to do with you. I guess, like, it's, I get it, like, if corporate comes in, they inspect it, it's like, oh, there's no sticker on here, that's a violation, like, whatever, right? So, I just replied, what? Like, he said, what? And they were like, yeah, if he said, he says, if you keep not putting the stickers on, he's gonna threaten you with violence, he's gonna, he's gonna do this and that, and I was like, all right, well, you could tell that dude to chill the fuck out, and second off, I don't know him, I've never even spoken to him, so, like, I don't, I don't really think that's funny, they were like, oh, well, you know, it's just a joke, he's just kidding, I was like, well, I'm not, tell him to chill the fuck out, that's weird, that's a weird thing to relay to somebody, um, and then I might have, you know, said a, uh, fuck that guy, shout out to, fuck this guy, shout out to Cody Co. fuck this guy, that's what was going through my head, was like, fuck this guy, how about that, fuck you, who are you, and second, who says that, there are a million other ways to phrase that sentence or that sentiment, especially to someone you don't know. Like if one of my buddies said that, that like I'm really cool with and we hang out all the time, if he says like, I would find that somewhat funny because it's a weird thing to say, which I guess is why I'm like, am I am, like, am I being a hardo? But it's not like I wanted to fight him. I was just like, hey, like tell that fool to chill out. Like I don't know him like that. And that's a weird thing to tell somebody. Imagine going up to someone you don't know and being like, if you don't fix that, I'm going to threaten you with violence. Like, I guess it's kind of dorky, like, to begin with, so I should have known it was a joke. But in the moment, I was just like, who, who are, who is that? You mean the guy in the morning that comes in an hour after I leave, who I never interact with? He said that? Oh, well, fuck that guy. How about that? Like, tell him to chill out. I don't know him. So then, I could tell, like, right afterwards, like, homeboy, the other co-worker, he, he pulled me aside, shows me how to print the labels, and um, then they just, like, didn't speak to me and just kind of went out the, the side of the building, and they said goodbye, but, like, they kind of, like, it was a weird little awkward tension where I was like, damn, like, am I the weirdo now for taking that the wrong way? Or, like, is that just the most absurd thing you've ever heard in your life? For someone to say, if he doesn't do this, tell him I'm going to threaten him. with Like, he passed this message along, like, the telephone game to get to me. And I guess, like, I was supposed to find humor in it, even though I don't know this fool. It's kind of like I worked at a pawn shop. I've said this before. Um, can't name it. Um, I'm going to find a... I want to find a way to, to like mess with the name without like ever being liable. I have to make up a fictional name. But I worked at this pawn shop, right? Now, I remember, you know what, uh, like a three-hole punch, uh, like for a binder where you punch holes and things so you can put it in a binder? You know all them little circles, them little, little circles of paper, um, how like at the bottom it gets collected? Well, these fools at the pawn shop, they would take all that and they'd put it in an envelope and they'd save it, bro. And then 
basically they would run up behind the new guys and they would pull like the neck of your t-shirt back. I don't know why I'm doing it. No one can see me. I always do that. I always feel like I'm on camera. Like this is a official podcast, but it's still semi-pro or a semi-pro or we're triple a we're going to get into the show one day. Um, but, um, they pull your shirt back. I did it again. They pull your shirt back and they dump them all down and then they try to grab like your waist. So it'll go down your pants and like your boxers. Right. And they try to do that shit to me one time and I got bullied a lot as a kid and beat up. Um, so I've been hit from behind. Like I've been sucker punched. I've been like, I've had the shit kicked out of me. So like PTSD, you know, uh, freshman Dave kicks in and I immediately just like turn and like rip, like just grab this dude and rip him, like throw him like five feet to the point where like the owner of the store is now worried that I'm going to go ballistic. But in reality, it was just like, get off me. I, what are you doing? And it was, it was like when he pulled my shirt, I was like, what the fuck is this? But then like when he tried to grab my waist, I was like, is this dude going to body? Like, is this dude going to pick me up and suplex me? Like he's fucking Ray Mysterio. <laughs> think of the most obscure 2000s wrestlers I could think of. <laughs> but I didn't know. So I ended up like throwing this dude into a wall. He didn't like, he didn't take it personal. I took it personal. I was pissed off. And then I get taken into the. I get taken into the office and it's like, yo, we joke around here. If you can't take a joke, I was like, bro, I could take a joke, but like, don't fucking touch me. How about that? I was like, I don't, I don't do that shit to nobody. I don't horse around with people. I don't like that shit. Cause I will go zero to a hundred, bro. I've, I've been, be- <laughs> I've been bullied and beat up too many years of my life for me to find that shit funny. And I remember this other time I had just graduated high school excuse me, and I was uh, living with these two kids that were younger than me, I remember we went to pretend wrestle one time, bro, and this one time I slammed my roommate on his neck, like on his head, like I picked him up and fell backwards, but I didn't know what was going to happen, uh, he had like, he had me in like this chokehold or something, and I just was like, I got to stand up, I got to get him off my back, and then he like fell, and I felt so bad, and then another time we were fake wrestling, and like, I think it was accidental, but this kid, like, kept kneeing me in the nuts. This other kid I lived with, like, kept religiously just kneeing me right in my ball sack. And finally, I remember I, like, mounted him and then just, like, grabbed his throat like I was going to strangle him. And, like, I just remember being pissed just because, like, I don't know, bro. I get, like, a fight-or-flight response. Um, so, yeah, I was like, I don't, I don't like to be fucked around with like that. Like, I will talk shit and joke around with anybody. I was like, but, like, don't touch me because I don't touch other people. So don't touch me, right? Weird little anecdotes. Um, but yeah, so I, I can't tell if I was being a hothead. But like, who says who says that? Like, tell that person if they don't do this very minuscule task that doesn't really affect anything other than like if some random person, like we just had the man, like the district manager here like two days ago. Maybe they said something, right? I really doubt it because no one else said anything to me. It just seems like a pet peeve this guy has. So then his response was to uh, grapevine a fucking threat of violence to loom over my head. And I was like, bro, let me see you in the morning while you're making fucking breakfast sandwiches. And you tell me you're going to threaten me with violence because I will laugh in your face and I will tell you to chill the fuck out. Fool. You got to add the fool. We need to bring that back. Maybe it's because I grew up (laughs) like all my cousins in San Diego were like cholos. So... (laughs) I really think fool is an underrated word. I say that all the time. Fucking fool. Like, you need to chill out, fool. <laughs> but we need to bring that back. Fool is a good word. 
But yeah, another thing that happened at my work last night, we got these like fucking crackheads, tweakers. Once again, I apologize if you got somebody in your family that struggles with addiction. But um, yeah, it is what it is, bro. There are such things as crackheads and tweakers in this world. And that's probably the last time I'm going to apologize for that word. Because, uh, like, they are a thing, and I'm going to call them out if they're being crackheads. So all these crackheads pull up in the middle of the night, right? They want to buy lottery tickets. They're grabbing napkins, telling me they're not stealing. Anytime someone tells you, hey, I'm not stealing anything, you instantly think they stole something, right? It's like, it, it, it reminds me of this one time I was living in Chicago, and I was uh, sitting in this parking lot, and I had just, like, smoked a blunt, and it was at this, like, um, this, um, it was like a... It was a beach, but it was like a, what's that called? A state park. Uh, yeah, like a, a state. It wasn't an, maybe it wasn't, it wasn't a national park. It was like a state sponsored nature reserve. So they had like those, uh, conservational officers, you know, um, that drive around and whatnot. And I remember I was just sitting in my car, like baked out of my mind, watching like YouTube videos or something. And <laughs> fucking this cop pulls up to my window and he taps his flashlight on my window, scares the absolute shit out of me. I roll down my window, and he goes, hey, man, uh, sun's going down, park's closing, got to get out of here. And I immediately went, all right, man, I'm not, like, doing anything or nothing. Like, I'm just chilling. I'm not up to, I'm not up to nothing. And he just gives me the most suspicious look I've ever seen. And I immediately just sat there like, I, why, did I, why did I say that? Why did I? And luckily, he let me go. Cause if not, I probably would have got a ticket or who knows, he would have found something in my car. Cause I was a moron back then. I didn't really hide anything, but yeah, man, I just like, that's how I felt was like, I'm, I'm stupid. I'm a moron. Why would, why would I say that? Why did that? Why was that the first thing I said? Like, yeah, man, I'm just chilling. Absolutely not committing any crimes or under the influence of any drugs. I'm just hanging out in my car alone at seven 30 at night in the back of this parking lot at this empty beach park alone and he let me leave so shout out to that conservation officer you're dope but back to the crackhead story they're chilling telling me they're not stealing nothing so i'm super suspicious kind of annoyed i want them to leave they're hanging out outside the front of the door and there was this girl and she looked kind of young she was riding a bike she had like one of them goth choker necklaces on did not look like she was old uh, at all looked like she just got out of high school and was hanging around with the worst crowd she could have ever picked out of all the crowds so she comes like she already bought stuff right she and I could tell she's tweaking because they do that thing where they they get the I'm sorry's where they do a bunch of weird shit and they keep apologizing every single time to the point where you're like can you stop apologizing and just hurry up and get out because I'm tired of this interaction so that's not what happened she comes back in tells me she forgot to buy cigarettes and I go okay can I see your ID she goes I don't have it do you need it I was like yeah sorry you look young she goes well I know so and so that works here and I buy lottery tickets all the time I'm like that's great you have to be 18 to buy a lottery you need to be 21 to buy tobacco so that is a few years of uh, limbo that you could be in and I'm not trying to get caught up over you buying cigarettes so she goes oh well I don't have it I was like okay have a good night just fucking uh okay then uh we'll see ya and um so then she goes outside and she talks to these two old crackheads bro this dude comes in 
like 40 seconds after she's been out the door and comes in. I haven't even put the cigarettes back because like I can see what's happening because I'm not a moron. He comes in and he goes, can I get the same pack of cigarettes this girl just asked for that didn't have an ID? And I was like, really, bro? I was like, are you serious? He goes, what? I was like, she literally just asked me for those. And then you came in right after her. Like, no, no, I'm not selling you cigarettes. So he goes, all right, let me get this other brand of cigarettes. And I was like, no. He goes, what do you mean? No. I was like, bro, like you literally just asked for the same pack that girl asked for because she didn't have an ID. And now you're asking for a different pack. He goes, these are for me. I was like, doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. No. And then he's like, loses his mind. He's like, well, you're trying to tell me I can't buy cigarettes for myself. I'm like, absolutely not. No, not right now. Not after what just happened. I was like, I literally have the cigarettes right here, bro. You asked for the same ones. He goes, she wanted the different ones. She wanted a different pack, actually. I was like, so you're admitting that she asked you to buy cigarettes and you just admitted that to me right now. I was like, you're digging a hole, bud. I was like, I can call the cops if you want. Like, if you want to cause a problem, like you're trying to buy cigarettes for a minor. And he's like, call the cops. I was like, how about you just get out of here, bro? I was like, why don't you take that bike and pedal on somewhere, bro? Why don't you take that bike and pedal away? Fucking RoboCop pulls up. <laughs> I don't know why I said RoboCop, but that was was in my brain like an Iron Man. Just lands in the parking lot. Fucking <laughs> robot voice is like, you are under arrest for buying cigarettes for a minor. It's like, well, I didn't buy them. It's like, well, you attempted. Anyways, that might not be as funny as I thought it was. But yeah, I had to like yell at these dudes to get out the store. And every time I do that and I have to like fake, like I'm gonna call the cops. I always feel like a narc, but it's like, man, I'm just trying to do my job, bro. I gotta make coffee in a few hours. I don't get paid enough to deal with you and your cigarette shenanigans. I don't care who you know who works here. Come in when they're working so they can get a $500 fine and potentially jail time and lose their job. Because I ain't doing it. I'm not the one, okay? I'm not. I'm not. You remember that part in Batman where the Joker's like, they call him crazy. He's like, no, I'm not. No, I'm not. And he like really emphasizes the T. It's like ASMR right there. <laughs> I don't know why I got so hung up on that, but that's what it reminded me of. R.I.P. Heath Ledger legend pars other than that um my comic book collection something i want to talk about speaking of like asmr why did i say it like that asmr (laughs) speaking of like asmr um which i do watch if you guys don't watch asmr give it a try or if you don't listen to it give it a try i thought it was weird i thought it was like some sexual thing it's not sexual at all i mean there is like a meta for that but I find that to be really creepy with, like, all these girls, like, pretending to whisper in your ear. It's like a role play. I'm like, dude, how down bad are you where you're looking up, like, girlfriend talks you to sleep with personal attention ASMR? I'm like, damn, bro. That is, like, some next level. I play League of Legends. I don't go outside, and I have a three-month supply of G Fuel and a hentai mouse pad. <laughs> but anyways, I was watching this video of ASMR. And it was this dude talking about his comic book collection. And I was like, damn, that's dope. And then he was making sounds with the comic books. And then there was another video of him putting, it's called bag and boarding. You put them in a bag and a cardboard, uh, like, it's like a piece of paper the size of the comic book, but it's just cardboard to keep it, like, flat and straight so they don't bend or get creased. Or 
you know, anything like that. And it keeps them from, you know, safe from light and like, uh, you know, bleaching out the pages and scuffing them. It just keeps your comic books nice, right? Well, man, my comic book collection is growing out the wazoo, right? I was at the comic book store the other day and uh, I was like going around and they had like a 20% off of back issues. If you don't know what back issues are, back issues are overstock comics of like, um, like when Miles Morales first came out, uh, the Spider-Man, you know, the young Spider-Man from Brooklyn, who's, uh, African-American and Latino. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I said that like, that. but anyways, uh, when he came out, it was like in the ultimate universe, right? But now there's like new, new Miles Morales comics. So that'd be in the new section. So back issues are like overstock stuff that are from like, bro, you can find X-Men from the nineties. You can find Spider-Man from the eighties. You can find all kinds of good shit. Um, they had like a 20% off. So I was like, hell yeah, you know, your boy gonna go stock up. And I went through and I found all kinds of cool shit. And then I get to the front, right? And I'm about to check out. I look over and I see these big ass boxes and it says all comics in this box, $1. And I was like, bro, there's no way. There's no way there's anything good in here. So I look through one box and it is like these thick, it's like what I imagine Naruto came out in. Uh, Naruto was a Shonen Jumps, Shonen Jump comic manga, but like it was in like a weekly issue of like Shonen, which was like a magazine, almost like, um, man, what were them shits called when I was a kid? They were like magazines for kids. Fuck. It has some like ginger fucking leave it to beaver looking motherfucker on the cover. Fuck, dude. Dude, my mind is like trying to scroll back to like, like when SpongeBob's running around like, where's the name? My brain is like looking for like fifth grade magazines that we read. Pull it up. And they're like, we don't have it. It's it's blurry. We, we can't make it out. The pixels aren't there. We can't read it. Yeah, anyways, it was like these uh, magazines for kids in America. But these ones are Japanese. And, you know, they go oppo. They go, you know, right to left. It's, or, yeah, right to left instead of left to to left, left, to, I don't know, it goes opposite from how we, fuck, I just fucked that up, however you read a book in America, it's the opposite, you go backwards, I can't, I can't figure that out, so we're just gonna bail, I'm just gonna bail on that bit, anyways, I find these old shitty ones, and there's nothing cool in them, I'm like, man, this box sucks, so I go all the way over to the first box, and man, I found so much good stuff, I'm talking Batman, I'm talking Nightwing, I'm talking Dick Grayson, I'm talking uh, Wolverine, uh, dude, all kinds of stuff, Fantastic Four, Spider-Man, um, all kinds of good stuff, Marvel, DC, there's this one I didn't even know, it's called Gotham Monsters, it's like all the monsters in the Batman series, they like form a little club, little gang, and, uh, yeah, I found that first issue, found some really cool Supermans with fully holographic covers, front and back, I've never seen that before, even the advertising on the back was holographic, um, I thought that was super cool. So I end up with this giant stack of $1 comics. And then I also have this other stack of like back issues. And this runs into the part of like why this is my new addiction is like, I literally was like, fuck, I don't have enough money to buy all this. Well, I do, but like I couldn't justify it. You know, I have to rein myself in because bro, if I go into a comic book store, you give me like 10 minutes like, if they ever did one of those challenges 
uh, like Mr. Beast, where it's like, if you anything you can put up to the counter in 10 minutes, I'll buy. Dude, he'd be out so much money in comic book. Because, like, I would just start grabbing. Boom, 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 boom. Cover looks cool. Number one looks cool. Don't even know. Never read it. Boom, 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 boom. I would just boom, 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 boom. Grab all this stuff, right? I sometimes, like... Bro, sometimes I have to put stuff back because I will acquire this little stack at the comic book store. And I'm like, shit, dude, this is like this is like $150 worth of comics. And I've been in here for 20 minutes. Like, I need to relax. So I get up there and I just tell the guy, I'm like, hey, man, some of these books are marked like $3 with a sticker on it. They're all from this bin. Are they really a dollar? He goes, yeah. I'm like, hey, man, like, what's the catch, bro? Like, you got some good stuff in here. He goes, there is no catch. We're overstocked and we'd rather, you know... We'd rather give people who really appreciate them a deal than to just, you know, I don't know, keep sitting on them or something. You know, we'd rather try to get rid of some of them. He's like, you know, some of them have a bunch of dog shit in there, but there's some good stuff in there. And he was right, man. I found so much good stuff in there. Um, and, I, uh, you know, as a part of this, they don't have covers. They don't have anything. They're just the books. So some of them are a little rough. But, man, I bought some bags and some boards. That was the most relaxing thing I think I've done in a while and it also made me like really appreciate my collection more now that almost every comic book I own is now bagged and boarded man it was satisfying and it like it got to the point where I was like dude I forgot I had all these like that's the point my collection has gotten to it's gotten to the point where sometimes when I look at it I'm I'm just stunned that I have this many different issues and I have man I have such a cool collection like I'm not I don't know I think some people get into collecting for, you know, monetary value. And while sometimes I'll look up, you know, prices in my comic books, it's really hard with comic books because they have to be like graded. And like I have like one graded comic book um, that I bought for like $70 and it's a 9.8. It's only from 2016. So like that's pretty cool that like, what is that, six years? In six years, it went from like what is it a four nine a four ninety nine MSRP to being worth seventy dollars just because somebody didn't read it and they kept it in a in a case you know so that's pretty cool I get I get into the great stuff sometimes but like I don't really get into comic books for the same thing sometimes I'll just like you know sometimes I'll just like um, the cover art or I'll just like that it's a variant edition or you know. Maybe I just felt like buying it. There's a lot of indie comics I picked through at this convention I went to where I just did it because, like, I, everybody likes Marvel and DC and even Dark Horse. They make some cool stuff like Hellboy and um, Vertigo. Uh, I only know them because of Constantine. But, you know, there's some other studios. I don't know if that's what you call them, publishers. Yeah, publishers. Studios is like animes. Um, but there's other publishers that I've seen that I'm like, man, they make some cool stuff. But then there's also a bunch of indie comic books. I don't feel get enough love. Like I was reading through some of the, I bought these vampire comics. Um, I, th I mentioned it in a, a few episodes ago where I went to a comic book store and there was all these local authors and artists there. And man, am I glad I bought them. They are some of the coolest comic books I've seen. They're really well done. There's this panel where they're talking about like vampires in modern uh, culture. And it has uh, Kiefer Sutherland from Lost Boys. It's got uh Robert Pattinson from Twilight it's got Dracula Nosferatu like any popular vampire uh it has like a version of them in this one I, just, I talk with my hands so much right now and no one's gonna see it but I do it like it's imperative to the point 
but it's this whole panel of like popular vampires in like modern day culture and it's so well drawn and such a cool uh concept that i was like man like they really this this is underappreciated like this is under like how much hard work and like just the drawing bro like once i saw like i always loved comic book art and i always appreciated it right but like i don't know when you see the person sitting there and you're like man like they drew all this shit it kind of hits different compared to like you know i don't know jack kirby uh legendary marvel guy who had like a whole studio that he would do it in this is somebody doing this like maybe they have like a studio but it's not on that scale you know what i mean this is somebody's passion project like i don't know his a little different and i find the more i get deeper into this uh this hobby and this collection the more i find like more appreciation for uh, the art and even just the storyline, man. Like, there's some cool like indie comics I bought that um, the story is just like it's so different, you know. And um, yeah, like, oh, I gotta stop doing that. <laughs> and uh, I have a lot of DC, a lot of Marvel, and a lot of indie stuff as well. Um, but every time I grow my collection, every time I go and get like a haul of comics and I come back and I bag and I board them and I I even had to buy new boxes bro bigger boxes because I have so many comics now I'm probably gonna have to buy another one I'm up to like almost four boxes full of comics and um you know I, I was talking to this uh this person um that I know and they were asking me if I read every single one it's like some of them I do but some of them are kind of old and I um I don't know I'd rather just appreciate that I have them and if I really need to look it up, I can read it online. Um, but I do definitely try to read every single book or at least thumb through it so I can see uh, the cool um, art. Or maybe there's like an alternate suit. Um, I bought this one Miles Morales comic where like generally he's a younger Spider-Man. He's like a teenager, whereas like Peter Parker's in like his 20s. This is like a kid who's like 15, 14 who's like, man, I'm a Spider-Man too. And that's why people love him. He's a little bit more hip, a little bit more urban. Um, you know, like I said, he's from Brooklyn. So, and that's my favorite thing about the early Miles Morales is like the Jordan ones that he wears with his suit. It's so iconic. Almost like Ben Riley with the, he's a Scarlet Spider. He's a clone of Peter Parker, but he has this red cut off hoodie with no sleeves, but it's still got the hood. And it's like this bright red Scarlet hoodie. And then this blue, like baby blue suit underneath it. It's just so iconic and so cool. And that's how I feel about uh, Miles Morales when he's got the, the Jordan 1s. I'm like, damn, bro, that shit's dope. Like, it looks so cool to see a Spider-Man swinging around with Jordan 1s, you know? Um, I, they're obviously not Jordan 1s because, like, trademark. But that's, like, they're they're Jordan 1s. They just, they can't do that because they'd have to pay Michael Jordan as if he doesn't have enough money. But this one I have is called The End. Uh, Miles Morales, The End. Um and it's him as like a 45 year old 50 year old man who has to like stop this alien invasion kind of like not by himself but like you know i think it's everybody but like thor or like it's it's thor and everybody else in the avengers is like dead or old because you know he's way younger than all them and this is like when he's 50 so he doesn't have like a lot of help it's a real and he's got like this military type pants on with like this cool hoodie and then his mask has, like, fixed eyes on it. It's dope. Kind of rambling. 
Um, but yeah, man, I just really love growing this collection and I can't wait till I get some video, uh, up in here. Cause I feel like, uh, man, I have so many cool comics that like, I just love to show off and like to be able to show like one or two off a week. Uh, I think that would be dope. And I'd help, you know, some people who don't really like comics or maybe they like comics, but they don't know where to start. I'd give like reading recommendations or something. Um, and yeah, man, I also got to say some of these comics from the eighties, whack, so whack, like the worst, worst, like I was reading this comic, this Robin, I just went right into comic book. I was reading this Robin comic. Um, and I think it's a Tim Drake who's like the third issue of Robin. It's an 80s Robin comic, and it's the beginning of a one-of-four-part series. Dude, the whole book is Robin getting bullied and bitch-slapped at, like, private school. And then, like, I don't remember what happens because it's so short of a book, but it's like he's getting bitch-slapped in one panel. Kind of like that meme of, like, Batman slapping the 50s Robin. It's kind of like that, but it's his own classmates. And then some chick ends up, like, getting kidnapped or... I don't know, they trap her in an alley, and then Robin, like, comes back, and, like, it's basically, like, Robin doesn't give a shit or stand up to himself until, like, somebody else is in trouble, and I was like, that's not, that's not what Robin would do, that's not, like, Batman would raise no bitch like that, and I was just like, this is the wackest little, con like, somebody paid 80 cents for this back in the day to read Robin gets bitch slapped by school people, his schoolmates, and they bully him and call him stupid, and then at the end, he's got to save somebody. So now he develops all this confidence. It's like, what? What the fuck? And then it just ends. It just ends before he even saves the girl. Like, it's just him in the corner. Like, <laughs> I can't even think of, like, a corny thing to say because it's that corny. It's literally just him in his costume at the end of the alley being like, well, 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 what do we have here? <laughs> it's like, a fucking fight, bro. They're beating up a girl. Why don't you go save her? Why do you need to make this dramatic entrance just for the book to end here? Talking about collections uh, and collectible things, Logan Paul took a fat L this week. Um, if you guys don't keep up with Logan Paul, I don't really either. I just keep up with YouTube stuff, and I saw a lot of YouTube uh, videos and commentary about this. Um, I listen to his podcast from time to time. Uh, I like that him and KSI are friends now because I like KSI. And I will say Logan Paul has definitely won me over as far as like, his story arc since, uh, the fucking, uh, the Japan video. God, that's so cringe to think that that's the same guy. And now he has like a really good, it's not really good, but it's, it's one of the better podcasts I've seen come out of like the LA scene. There's so many podcasts out there that are from these YouTubers where they just like, they talk about nothing and it's just like this uber dystopian, if you don't live here, you won't understand it, or unless you, like, spend every fucking second of your day on social media, I don't know who these people are, and they talk about this shit like it's so entertaining, I'm like, this is just, like, this is a bunch of 20-year-olds doing, like, minor shit on the internet, and people are like, oh my god, did you see this tweet, and it's like, no, I didn't, I was, like, watching a, a new show, or reading a book, or collecting comic books, I was doing something of substance. I didn't know. I didn't see this Twitter thread where all these people yelled at each other. But regardless, Logan Paul, if you guys don't know, he's really into Pokimane. No, no, no. That's a streamer. Fuck. I was trying to just say it funny, but that's a person. Uh, he's really into Pokemon cards. Um, I guess he has been for a while. 
excuse me. And um, he bought a sealed box from like, I don't know, the first, there's so many Pokemon cards. Pokemon is Pokemon and like Yu-Gi-Oh and like Magic the Gathering. That's like almost the same as comic books. There are so many different sets and iterations and collections and variations. So much. It's so in-depth. It's almost like a different world. I have no idea. I could talk to you about comic books all day long. I don't know a single thing about Pokemon or Yu-Gi-Oh. My homie has a, a Magic the Gathering Instagram. Um, that's pretty cool. He shows off like all his cards. I like that. Um, but anyways, Logan Paul bought a, th- a sealed box of like base set Pokemon for $3.5 million. Let's just take $3.5 million, right? A shit ton of money. You can buy a couple houses, a couple cars, give your mom some nice jewelry, and give to charity with $3.5 million. I could live off that for years and years. To, I could probably live off that for the rest of my life. I know people say that, but like I, I probably could. The way things are going. Buy one or two NFTs. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I would not buy an NFT. But he buys this, and it's supposed to be sealed shut. Right, and I watched a video on this where it was trying to explain, like, my comic book is graded by a company, right? So let's say one day, like, if I had a really nice one and I opened it up and it was fake, that company would look stupid and their reputation would be tarnished because they sold me something that isn't it. They lied, you know, or they didn't do their due diligence, right? That's exactly what happened. Dude bought a box filled with G.I. Joe cards, for three and a half million dollars. <laughs> now I guess he knows the guy. Who sold him the thing. And the guy ensured. That. Uh, if something ever happened. He'd get his money back. Dude. What are you doing? Right? This is a, this is a call out. Logan Paul. I'm calling you out. What What are you doing? Right? What are you doing? That you're spending 3.5 million. On a sealed box. I love comic books. Right? I'm a huge nerd. I want to collect. There's so much stuff I want to collect, right? I want a whole original Watchmen set of comics from the 80s. I want all kinds of cool stuff. I'd like a Spider-Man number 16 where he's uh, underneath a crushed building with water running down. Um, It's one of my favorite scenes scenes in Spider-Man Homecoming. And it's one of my favorite uh, just like Spider-Man moments. It's like Spider-Man has to will himself out of this situation where like, he becomes stronger than even he thinks he is, right? It's such a good moment. I'd love to have one, but they're super expensive. You would you would have to shoot me in the face to spend $3.5 million on one comic book or even a comic book set, right? Like, let's say there was a set of like, I don't know, every single original Spider-Man comic, the whole first volume, right? Because that's how it goes. It goes in volumes and after a certain while, they... they redo it now it's a new story with it it's still peter parker but it's a different it's a different storyline now it's a different set of comics right that's why like when you go to a comic book store you'll see them divided into like volumes volume one volume two volume three they generally go from like 70s 80s 90s up until now and then they'll have like you know the variants all kinds of shit you'd be out of your goddamn mind if you think i'm gonna spend three and a half million dollars on a set of comic books even, like, dude, $3.5 million could buy you so many things. Like, he probably could have just bought one of each of the cards that he wants from that base set for less than $3.5 million. It's just one of those things where it's, like, it's not, like, I don't think it's funny he got scammed, but, like, I do think it's funny when you bought that to flex just because you have it. 
you know, like when you buy something just for the sake of buying it because you can and then it turns out you got fucked. I find that hilarious because it's like, not only are you a moron, do you eat, like I could tell Logan Paul, I don't know. He's even got a, he's got like a Charizard that's like a PSA 10, which 10s are like super rare if you've ever seen anything graded. They're almost impossible just because of all the little things that have to be 100% correct without a doubt. It's very hard. He turned that into like a chain where he wears it. And like, I thought that was kind of, I thought it was kind of cool. And it's also funny because it's like a statement on like overpriced jewelry where it's like, some dude will have a pendant that's worth like $100,000. And I'm like, that's so fucking dumb. Because it, like, jewelry doesn't really hold its value. Like, it's really, with these, like, custom pieces, it's like, that's only worth it because, like, it's made for you. No one else would pay that because it's specific to you. Or you think that idea is cool. Somebody else might think it's cool, but they don't think it's $10 million cool. Or $10 million, fuck. $100,000. What am I talking about? But anyways, you're a dork if you spend money on stuff just to like, oh, I have this. I have this this case of Pokemon cards that's never been opened. Like, why not just have a really good collection with a lot of good cards and a full base set if that's what you really want? Why don't you do that rather than just like, he's had this box for apparently a while. And then the dude he bought it from even admitted that he's cracked these boxes before, meaning he's opened them and then resealed them. And like, that should have been a red flag right there. But then he's all surprised. Like, I, a part of me thinks it's staged just because, like, I I feel like a year ago, Logan Paul was buying fake Pokemon boxes. So it's like, did he not learn his lesson? And it's like, also, if you're getting burned that bad, why not just, like, why not just hit up Max Mofo? Uh, if you guys don't know who that is, he's a YouTuber. Uh, he used to make, like, really wacky stuff back in, like, the Wild West days of YouTube with, like, Filthy Frank uh, and iDubbbz. Back when, like, YouTube was, like, a lawless creative zone instead of having to be, you know, family-friendly and everybody's just playing the fucking algorithm to get CPM and watch time. Gross. Anyways, he has, like, a Pokemon channel that has now, like, kind of carried the second part of his career because, like, people like to watch, you know, people open these packs and get these, you know, exciting cards. Like, it's almost like if you gave, like, a... If there was, and I'm sure there is, uh, like mystery boxes of comics where you could buy like a whole box of comic books and there was like, I don't know, six really cool either variant covers or first editions or first appearances that like made the the value of the box worth it to pay like X amount because you know in here is going to be comics that override that initial value. That's basically what it is. People love to watch that. It's a rush. It's exhilarating for people. And you also get to see him preserve a collection, you know, and complete sets. And he's chasing certain cards, right? And why not just hit up that guy and be like, hey, I got I got a million dollars. Get me these cards. Or, you know, sell me these cards from your collection, you know? I just can't see paying that much money for, like, something you can't even verify until you get screwed. It's so stupid. Like, at least when I buy comic books, I know exactly what I'm getting. It's there. It's been graded. And comic grading is apparently way more safe than these, like, little collectibles. Like, that shit's a sham. It's it's a, it's a, it's a fallacy compared to, like, comic books. Because comic books, like, they, at least you know 100% these things sell, you know, they've been around a lot longer than Pokemon cards. So, I tend to be more inclined to swing that way. But yeah, man, I can't see myself 
spending money on something that's sealed and I won't know if it's worth my money until I open it. And then it's like, how much are those cards worth? Is a full base set of Pokemon cards worth more than three and a half million dollars? Or is that just inflated like rich people influencer money? Because I really can't see like a really expensive. I told you there's Batman comics I saw at a comic book store that were graded threes that are worth like $800, right? How much are these cards really worth? Are they really like, is it worth more than three and a half million dollars? Because if so, that's just nuts. And that's, it's got to be inflated. There's no way that's real. There's no way little, I'm sorry. I, I'm going to do what I hate people do about comic books. Where it's like, it's just paper. That's just cardboard, bro. You don't even play the game with them. At least I can appreciate my comic books and I read them and I can collect a whole storyline and be like, yeah, this is a full story. And I can tell you about it and I can tell you why it's different from the original and I can explain things that are different. You're just like, yeah, this is, this is the first print. What else? That's it. It's just shiny. It's got a holographic on it. Cool. Cool, dude. Do you ever play? No, you don't do anything. At least with comic books, I could let you read them. I'm not that, like, stingy. Like, if you wanted to read it, I would. Certain ones, probably not. But it's not like, it's just like, a, oh, it's too old. Or it's like, oh, I'm not going to open it just because I find it novel that it came in this bag from the 80s or some shit. But yeah, man. Like, buying, there's no way. I am, like, stunned that I never thought of that until right now. But, yeah, dude, there's no way those cards are worth over three and a half million. And it's so funny that he got scammed again because it just makes him look like an absolute loser. Like, you have all this money, you have all this influence, and you're still getting ripped off because you're a dummy, you know? Gosh, that's got to suck, you know? I'm trying to think if there's a way you could do that with comic books. I don't think there is. Because, like, comic book nerds are so different compared to, like, I don't even, I'm not going to talk shit on Logan Paul too much. Because maybe he is a real Pokemon fan. But I feel like a lot of these people, like, the only person I've ever seen, and I don't even watch his stuff that much, uh, Miss Kiff is a streamer. Somebody, I think it was Ricegum, was trying to flex, these are all, like, YouTubers and influencers, if you don't know any of the names I'm saying. Ricegum is this uh, Korean kid or something, Vietnamese kid that used to rap on YouTube very poorly and then somehow became a millionaire and still has people watching him. It blows my mind how many people are famous where I'm like, how, how do they still do this? I don't get it. Um, but more power to him. I'm jealous. So it's just the hate talking. I'm proud. Of, I'm not proud enough. Or what is it? I'm not too proud to admit it. Jesus. I fucked that up. I'm not proud enough to admit it as I admit it. But, uh, he was trying to flex all these, um, off-white sneakers or you know Balenciagas or I don't know some stupid hype be shit and Miss Kiv like pulls out like a um a Super Mario Brothers uh SNES cartridge that's graded he's like don't even play with me and then he like runs back and he's got like a Legend of Zelda NES cartridge that's graded and I'm like that's what I would be if somebody tried to flex on me I'd be like oh yeah well do you have a do you have a Batman medal number four uh, 9.8 CGC graded comic book? No, you don't. Do you have a Star Wars second print from 75? No, you don't. You have a Venom issue one? No, you don't. You don't have any of that. Oh, like, I'd be spitting that off with it. Like, oh yeah, well, I got this 24 karat gold chain with, you know, VVS. I'm like, that's cool. That's all fake. Once you realize, like, I worked at a pawn shop. Once you realize how inflated jewelry prices are for the sake of it being jewelry, 
Well, like gold, I guess it makes sense because like they used to base like our country used to be on the gold standard where like our wealth, our wealth as a country was based on how much gold we had. It's not like that anymore. Um, so that makes some sense to me. But diamonds, they have so many diamonds wherever they mine them, like Sierra Leone, Sierra Leone or whatever. They like literally just keep like 90% of all diamonds off the market. So all diamonds that get sold are worth more. Super fucked up when you look into it. So I always think it's funny when all these rappers and influencers and celebrities buy all this jewelry. It's like, bro, that shit's worth like nothing. It's just really like what people think. It's 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 all inflated. It's all fake. And now they have like moissanites, which are like man-made diamonds because people got tired of paying for fucking diamonds. They're like, we'll just make that shit in a lab. We'll get as close to it as we can. And some of them are so good, they like... They're very hard to tell they're not a diamond. Like, you need a legit diamond tester for it to be, like, moissanite. And even then, sometimes it'll hit diamond, even if it's a moissanite. So, there's a fun fact. At least if you didn't like this episode... God damn it. I'm fucking up my words so much right now. At least if you didn't like this episode and you made it to 49 minutes, you can go, well, at least I learned something, you know? (laughs) Also, um, speaking of uh, fake value... Microsoft buying Activision for like $70 billion or some shit. Man, it's tough to watch uh, this day and age where it's like, it's really like Disney and Microsoft, man. Disney owns fucking every intellectual property you could think of. And then uh, Microsoft owns like fucking everything else you can think of. You know, Sony's in there trying to fight. Apple's in there. You know, like... I always thought Apple was a big deal until, like, I really learned about Microsoft. And, like, apparently this isn't new, but all of us, like, young people are just complete fucking idiots and we don't know anything. Apparently this happened in the 90s where, like, Microsoft was hitting up, you know, Dell and HP and IBM and anybody who would make a computer. And they're like, hey, we should be your default software. Your operating system, that should be us. Let us uh, put Windows on that bitch. You know, you make, yeah, you make the laptop. That's all yours. Processor, Intel, cool shit. But the the OS, the operating system, Windows Vista, Windows Vista, that hoe, put it on there. People could play Microsoft uh, Paint and uh, Clippy. Y'all remember Clippy from Microsoft Word used to help you uh, spell check and shit. (laughs) But apparently Microsoft's been doing this for years. And we all just forgot because we're young and stupid and we don't know anything. But apparently, like, they had uh, problems with this in the 90s where they're like, yo, you have a monopoly on this shit. Nobody else has a software besides Mac. And Mac is so fucking... Apple is just Apple because of Steve Jobs. They never let anyone use that shit. If you wanted to use Mac OS, you had to buy a Macintosh. We're not letting you put it on anything. Microsoft was like, shit, Dell, HP, if you want to buy a piece of shit... Uh, laptop from anybody go ahead we'll put our software on there we don't care what computer company uses it we just want people using it and that's true I got Windows on my computer right now and um, yeah man it just is what it is so it's like on one hand it's hard because like same thing with Disney when Disney bought Fox and um, I don't know uh, they own like Marvel properties and Star Wars and it seems like Disney's got their hand in everything, right? And it's like, man, I hate to see, like, monopolies. Like, I really hate to see the Disney thing. It's like, fuck, could Disney own anything else? And also, Disney's the type of company to own a bunch of shit 
and then like put in their movies like little tidbits of like why capitalism is bad it's like oh really oh really company who owns fucking every ip from the past 50 fucking years is capitalism that bad is it with your fucking monopoly on any fucking cool fucking thing that's ever come out that you bought is it is it is it bad I don't think you think it's bad. I think you want me to think it's bad just because you want a virtue signal. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, with Microsoft, it's like, man, I'm a I'm a PlayStation guy. I'm a Sony guy, right? And um, I love my PlayStation. I love the controller. But, man, I pay for uh, play- PlayStation Plus so I can play online. And I get, like, two free games a month. And I'm like, man, that's so cool. And then this one time, my buddy told me about Game Pass and how much shit you get for $15 a month. So it's a little bit more expensive than, uh, I think like over a year, I spend like 60 bucks, maybe a little bit more for PlayStation Plus all year. It's like 60 bucks. Game Pass is $15 a month. So it's like maybe, what is that? Three times the price maybe, like 140, 100. 150 bucks. I'm not good with math. Judge me. I'm not counting it up. Anyways, it's more. Okay, it's more. It's $15 a month. But with that, you can download a shit ton of good games from like old consoles to even new games that come out. You could just download them. You don't even have to pay for the full game. As long as you have the game pass, you have access to that shit. So it's like, man, that's really cool. Along with that, I play a game called Destiny 2. There's always new expansions and DLCs. I have to pay for each one. Guess what? Game Pass, you don't have to pay for the game. And you get every DLC for fucking free. For free. I don't get that shit. So on one hand, it's like, man, I don't really like seeing Microsoft become like this monopoly of gaming. But like at the same time, it's like, damn, they are really like, that's really good for a consumer. To know that like every Call of Duty that comes out or whatever, everything Activision makes now is also going to be free, you know, and it's like, damn, like how, how much does a company have to be making to where like 70 billion is like, yeah, it's cool. Or even the fact that like Microsoft didn't make a profit on the Xbox, like the Xbox ones or whatever, they never made a profit. And like all these nerds will be like, oh, well fucking like people who care what console you play on be like oh well playstation made a profit it's like yeah they fucking have to dog because like sony isn't a titan compared to microsoft they're a little baby they're a little goldfish and fucking you know what is it a blue whale i think a blue whale is like the biggest sea creature that's microsoft fucking sony a little little tadpole little koi fish that's what they are nowhere near the size or grandeur um I think, like, Microsoft could buy Sony in a heartbeat, but, you know, shout out to Sony. They ain't selling. Fuck that. Take us over. You're gonna have to kill us all before you fucking buy us out. That's why I ride with Sony. They're they're gangster. They don't, they don't fuck around. You know what I'm saying? They made Spider-Man, and they're like, no one gets to play this shit. Unless you have a PlayStation, go fuck yourself. We own Spider-Man. <laughs> but, you know, then again, they were like, hey, Marvel. Hey, Disney. We got Tom Holland. We own that shit. But like, you want you want to keep making movies? We we appreciate it. It's a shit ton of cash for us. Oh, Venom. Yeah, we make those dog shit movies. Yeah, Venom's all right. Venom is like the Venom is like w- what would happen when I watch Venom. I think about 
why it's so important to have Disney help in these Spider-Man movies. Because if not, they would end up like Venom, where they're like, like everybody who saw No Way Home was like, oh my God, this is the greatest Spider-Man movie ever. Which I'm going to say like it is, but like Into the Spider-Verse is pretty fucking close. Like if it wasn't animated, I think Into the Spider-Verse would be the best Spider-Man movie. And then like I look at Venom and I'm like, eh, it was all right. It was kind of cool, I guess. You know, it's got like crazy comic book shit like that. You'd only seen a comic book. But other than that, it's like, hmm, this isn't written very well. <laughs> this isn't a very good movie. Why does Tom Hardy sound like that? He's a good actor. Why does he sound like he's fucked up? Why does he sound like he drank a whole handle of Captain Morgan? What's going on with that? I don't get it. So that's what I think about all that stuff. But yeah, like I said, it's tough to see a Monopoly, you know, kind of happen in front of your eyes but at the same time it's like well fuck we're all fucking sheep consumers and this is kind of good for us like if you're a gamer it's hard to not be excited about that if you like i i'm about to buy xbox one just so i can play forza because need for speed ain't cutting it and forza's got way more cars um but yeah man i'm, I'm really about to buy xbox just to test out that game pass it might win me over especially now with who got like who who knows what kind of good shit they got on there now you know, PlayStation Now is, ugh, it's alright. It doesn't have a lot of good shit on there. There's a lot of, like, games where you're like, mm, I'd play that if I was bored and there was nothing else to play. But yeah, man. Like I said, it's tough, but at the same time, it's good for us sheep that are like, oh, I'll buy that. I'll buy that. Hell yeah, I'll give you my money. Hell yeah. <sighs> but yeah, I think that's the end of my topic sheet. Yeah, man. Went over the comic books. We went over Microsoft. Talked about fucking kicking people out of the store. Talked about people threatening me with violence, even though that's supposed to be a joke. And so you know what it is? It's the end of the episode. And at the end of the episode, we always like to rack this, rack this up. Jesus, man. I haven't been drinking or anything for almost two months now. And I have, like, the worst slurred speech I've ever had. Yeah. But yeah, you guys know what it is. End of the episode. Uh, we always like to wrap this up with a weekly recommendation. And this week's recommendation is a little different, right? Talked a lot about comic books, right? That's kind of what I'm going to recommend. If you've never been into comic books or you've never, uh, I don't know, man. It's just like, there's so many cool stories out there. Even if you're not into superheroes, man, they got comic books. I got this comic book that looks like it's Fidel Castro from Cuba, and it's like a family trying to escape from Cuba, you know, they got even stuff like that, but I wanted to recommend comic books, uh, because like I said, this week, it took up a lot of my time with bagging and boarding them, and putting them in a collection, and I don't really think, I've talked about comic books a lot on here, and I don't think I've ever recommended them, um, I don't know where, uh, some of you live, uh, you know, there's a few listeners that, uh, I don't see on the map, uh, and, uh, if you're in a different country and you're listening to this, I don't even know if y'all have comic book stores. Um, but if you live near a city or, uh, even some sort of a populated area, there's bound to be a comic book store too. Go check it out, man. If you've ever seen uh, a Marvel movie and you thought it was cool, or if you've seen the Dark Knight or Joker or any sort of comic book property, go check out a store. 
buy a comic book, read it, see what you'd like about it, ask the people there what they'd recommend if you're new to it, right? Check out the new releases. Maybe you'll find something you like. They got all kinds of comic books. They got comic books about wars. They got comic books about aliens. They got comic books about, uh, you know, like, uh, what's that called? Uh, shit, espionage, spies, you know? Um, real life setting comics. It doesn't always have to be superheroes and, uh, you know, aliens and different worlds and different dimensions. They have really good comic books just about um, kind of like Pulp Fiction kind of stories, which is just like crime and murder and it's a mystery and it's suspenseful. It's like a really good TV show, but it's, it's drawn and written inside of a book. Um, and you never know, you might like it. You might end up making a little collection of your own, right? You might not. You might just go there and look at cool art. And you don't even have to buy nothing. You can hang out. Usually they'll let you read the books. I've read a few. I've, dude, I've read so many comics that I'm like, I'm not going to buy this. But I'll sit here and read it real quick. Nobody gives a shit. Don't tear it up. Don't get your greasy, oily fingers to mess it all up. Read a couple comic books. Maybe you'll see some cool, you know, I don't, figurines. Um, I'm not into that because I have too much shit anyway. Um, but yeah, I recommend you read a comic book. Uh, you check them out. Uh, even just go by just to, I don't know, maybe you, maybe you'll meet somebody, you know, maybe you'll find something you like, but I gotta always, uh, give love to comic books, uh, they've been a big part of my life for a long time, I've always been into superheroes, I was always watching YouTube videos trying to find out about different timelines and which character's stronger than this and, like, cool feats, you know, like Spider-Man, here's a fun fact about Spider-Man, nobody knows how strong he is because, like, his strength is based on his willpower, like, Spider-Man becomes as strong as he needs to be whenever the certain situation arises, you know? that I think that's so cool because it's such a cool character and the fact that, you know, like the Hulk and Captain America, people can scale them by, like, you know, they end up using, like, if you've never heard of scaling, scaling will, like, measure the powers of, like, people in comic books or animes or mangas based on, like, very high-level mathematics based on the drawing, like, the angles and the distance that they can calculate and how fast that person moves. That's, like, how people can know how fast the flash is because they measure it on, like, they use high-end, like, calculus and shit to solve this shit. Um, so it's really cool, like, to be a part of that community and, like, know things about it and be able to talk about it. But um, that's, like, a cool thing. That's always cool to read. And I feel like... If you've ever watched like a Spider-Man movie or a Batman movie and it didn't like, it's like going like, I forget who said it. I think it was Ricky Gervais talking about the Oscars. Like people don't go to the movies to watch a movie anymore. People go because it's like a theme park ride. It's loud. It's fast. It's engaging. It's, it gets your heart rate going. That's how I felt. Like when I watch a Spider-Man movie for the first time, I always fucking sit in my car and I go, man, it would be so fucking cool to be Spider-Man. Or if I watch like, like the Robert Pattinson Batman movie, man, it's called The Batman. It's about to come out in March or something. The first episode, or the first episode, the first trailer they let out with, uh, the Nirvana song, um, underneath the bridge. Or something in the way. I'm a fucking idiot. That's just the first line of the song. It's called Something in the Way. But man, that like slow guitar and the Riddler is talking over it. And it's just dark and gritty and it's like a young Batman. It makes me feel like I'm that person. Like it allows me an escape from reality. And uh, the more you read comics, you'll find 
things that either really pique your interest or to like provoke your thoughts where you're like, damn, I wonder what that would be like. And you just get consumed by it. And like, you know, for me now, I'm, there's a, it's, it's, everybody knows Batman and Robin. There's a, um, I forget who the author is, but they're making a series that's from Robin's perspective. So it's Robin and Batman. I've been buying the issue each week as they come out. So that's like a new thing for me. I've never bought comics as they come out. So that's a new thing for me that I found because I really love Robin. I think he's an underrated character and there's a lot of Robins that do a lot of cool shit and like, you know, Dick Grayson ends up becoming Batman, which is like, that's so crazy because like there's only one Batman. So for Batman to say you're able to fill his shoes means you're on his level. And I view Batman as like top tier, like Batman is S tier. He's very hard to beat. Like, Batman and Spider-Man are my top two. Like, I can't pick one over the other because I love them both so much. And they're from different universes, so I can let it slide. But yeah, go to your local comic book store, check it out, buy one online, read them online. There's so many websites you can read them on. Just Google where to read comics online. You can read a couple of them, you know. Um, But yeah, shout out to comic books, something I've been into. I talk about it a lot on the show. And I've never, ever recommended it. So I recommend it now. It's it's done. I did it. It's been recommended. Go do it. Or don't, you know? Be like, fuck you, Dave. I'm not a fucking nerd. You don't catch me in a comic book store. You know what my friends would say? They'd say, we fucking nerd. Saw you in a comic book store. Enjoying them. What's up with that? Now your friends think you're a loser. Well, guess what? You can come back to this podcast and you can feel like you're normal. <laughs> that got a little intense. But yeah... Thank you guys so much. Um, this is the part of the show I hate where I plug myself. You know what it is? Give us a rating on Spotify. I'm still waiting on enough people to rate it so I can see what the overall rating is on Spotify. That'll be a great day for me. Um, or don't. If you don't think it deserves any stars, don't rate it. I'm fine with that. Whatever you like. Make sure you give it a little heart. Make sure you like it. Uh, make sure you uh, share this if you think it's worth it. Tell somebody, that, hey, there's this guy I know. He talks about stuff each week. Uh, sometimes it's drama, sometimes it's personal stories, sometimes it's just him not knowing what to say, but, uh, yeah, we listen to it every week, uh, he talks about just last week, they're like, what do you mean, he's like, just last week, like, just this last week, what happened, and what's the show called, just last week, well, check it out on Spotify and YouTube, also, I gotta apologize, I did not put all, all the episodes on YouTube, I'm gonna do it right now, when I get off here, because I lied, and I always feel bad lying to you guys, so I will get on the YouTube episodes right now, make sure you follow us on YouTube, just last week, on YouTube as well, if you know me, uh, hit me up on my uh, cell phone, my Snapchat, or my Facebook, if you have any questions, comments, concerns, or a riddle, or something you'd like to share, or have me react to, whether that be a story, uh, a clip, a video of some sort, some sort of audio clip. If you don't know me and you live in one of these mystery download places, uh, hit me up on the Gmail, just last week podcast at gmail.com. Um, all one word, just last week podcast at gmail.com. Hit me up. I'd love to hear from you. If you're from one of these uh, foreign countries that I've never been to, still don't know how you found this podcast. But as always, I love you all. I thank you for listening. And we will see you next week uh, on this beautiful fucking thing we created. Uh, thank you guys so much. And I'm out.